0: you what I feel like the Lord has laid on my heart this morning. Isaiah chapter 58 verse number 11 and the Bible says and the Lord shall guide thee continually and satisfy thy soul and drought and make fat thy bones. Do we have a witness to that little section there? (laughs) And thou shalt be like a watered garden and like a spring of water whose waters fail not now pay close attention to verse number 12 and they that shall be of these shall build the old waste place places doubt shall rise up the found raise up the foundations of many generations and doubt shall be called The Repairer of the Breach, the Restorer of the Path to Dwell In. I want to take my thought from this very last part of verse number 12. The Repairer of the Breach, the Restorer of the Path to Dwell In. I want to preach today from this subject, The Master at Restoration. The Master at Restoration. Let's put our Bibles down. Let's lift our hands and our voices toward God and ask God for His help today. God, I pray for the anointing of the Holy Ghost. I pray, Jesus, for Your leading, Your guiding and directing hand. God, lead me, guide me, direct me. Touch my mind, touch my heart, touch my spirit. Touch my voice today and touch Your people. Every child of God that is in this place today, Lord, I pray that you would help us speak to us in this house. And we'll give you the praise. We'll give you the glory. Let's give God some praise and glory before we're seated this morning. (laughs) Hallelujah. 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 Lord bless you. You may be seated. Again, to all of our guests, we're so glad that each and every one of you are in the house of God With us today and uh, want you to enjoy the service and sure want you to come back to be with us again. Isaiah chapter 58, the Bible is talking about devastating times for Israel and uh, he is talking about things that is happening for them. But then the word of God always sheds light and hope on situations and he tells them that they shall be the repairer of the breach. And a breach is just simply a breakdown of some sort in a wall, in a barrier. That it is a break in that. Like a a uh, break in a dam that is holding back water in a lake. And so he said, "Ye shall be the repairer of the breach and then the restorers of the past to dwell in. Restoration just simply means the act of restoring, the act of restoring a revival or a renewal, a reestablishment of something that did exist. It also means restoration of something that has been taken away or lost, a restoration of something That has been taken away or lost. How many has ever had something taken away from you? Amen. Well, some of you had not lived very long. I've had things taken away from you. How many has ever had your health taken away from you? Can I get a witness to that? How many has ever had years taken away from you? And uh, more of you had that than what you realize. But anyway, the Lord is able to restore. And when I... When I think about restoration, my mind automatically goes back and I was, I was looking at some of this and brother Dupless, he has a couple of these, uh, old cars that have been restored. And, uh, I, I was looking at some people that are very good at restoring and some of these people get, uh, very large sums of money for their ability that they have of restoring these classic cars. And I was looking at one in particular, a very famous classic car that has has got a lot of recognition, and that is a 1957 Chevrolet. I was reading in one article, it talks about restoring this. Now, this is a complete restoration of this car starting for just a few pieces of old scrap metal of a body. And uh, they said that it would take this professional restorer practically six months to restore this car to its original or even better than its original state. And uh, the cost of that project would be somewhere... Between fifty and seventy thousand dollars that it would cost to restore that car. Complete restoration. And I look, I was looking on uh, the internet and got to looking at the cost of a 1957 Chevrolet when it was brand new. Does anybody have an idea what it would cost? It would be quite a bit less than fifty to seventy thousand dollars. The cost of that car, brand new in its original state, was somewhere between two to three thousand dollars, and that's quite some price jump of a from then until now. And uh, but but the cost of restoring sometimes is very great. Uh, the cost of restoring takes a lot of work because this man says that it would take. Him and his crew six months to do the restoring process of one of these cars. Isaiah chapter 58 is telling us of a time where the children of Israel had actually falling away from God. And they had, they had taken up to worshiping idols. They had taken up to doing things that was very displeasing in the sight of God. And uh so they were in a in a place of repentance. Things had gotten hard, things had gotten bad, they had been taken into captivity, so they were ready to turn from their wicked ways and turn back to God's ways. And this scripture here in verse number twelve is speaking to build the old waste places. Number one, or in other words, the places that had uh, turned to waste that was absolutely no good and absolutely of no use just just a few uh, few weeks ago, we started working on uh, the red barn now it 's no longer the red barn it 's the barn formerly known as the red barn, and we still call it the red barn when in reality it's the beige barn now But nobody knows what the beige barn is But uh, it is just an old barn back there That was halfway destroyed in 05 By the hurricane that blowed through here And uh, tore pieces of tin off And through the years we tried to replace some of it And it got so hard to replace We finally just left some of it off And um, I, we started working on it And tearing parts of the walls out and uh, replacing the roof, and there was many boards that had to be replaced. I don't know how the right-hand corner section of that building was even standing. The studs were all rotted off, and it was just hanging out there. I don't know how it was standing up. And so I went in there, and I told Brock, I said, the first thing you better do, and you better do it quick... Is get some brace up there to brace that up. It's just dangling in midair some way, and uh, so we started working on it and tearing out old rotten boards and replacing them with new boards, cutting things off, replacing it, and now uh, it looks like a totally different building. And uh, it was it was worth repairing because we keep our bus in there, we keep vans in there, and we keep a lot of junk in there. And uh, I don't know what we would do with the junk if we did not have the barn formerly known as the Red Barn, because I can I've done this before. I call these big these waste people, and they bring out these big dumpsters, and I clean out the Red Barn, and I have everything cleaned out. In two months, when I go back in there, you can't even hardly move. There's so much. I don't know where all the junk comes from. Um, but, but there is a lot of stuff that it just accumulates and so we need a place for our junk to accumulate. And so we got a much nicer place. But things sometimes are worth repairing. Now, we've been in the process of tearing down the mini storages. And, uh, because they also got destroyed and, uh, we replaced some of them, but over a period of time, leaks have developed. And the roof had fell in. Some things are not worth repairing. And so uh, some things are not worth saving. That's the reason why we throwed all the stuff away that was in there. Uh, but but there is there is a lot to be said about the ability to restore. And it seems like that some people have a great ability with their hands to restore stuff that has been practically destroyed by time. And when I think about this, I think about God's ability and how that God seems to always want to restore and not to discard things. God always wants to pick up and put up and not put down. Amen. And I look at the Scripture. It says, And thou shalt raise up the foundation of many generations. In other words, that what God was telling Isaiah to relate to the people was that I've got a lot of time invested here. I've got a lot of a lot of uh, uh, sweat and tears invested in the children of God. And He said, "I, I am going to build up the foundation of many generations." And now. Shall be called the repairer of the breach, the restorer to, of uh, the old past to dwell in. The wastelands will be restored to an habita- a habitat, a state. And the blessings that should have been enjoyed for many generations, that should have been enjoyed for many generations, shall be yours. How many has ever felt like the devil has stole things from you Amen you ever felt like that while you were sleeping or or while you was away the devil just come in and took things it did not Rightfully belong to him It did not rightfully belong in his possession But the devil just come in uninvited and unaware And took him away from you Some of you know this because the devil has come into your home And took your family away from you But I come to tell you today That God is a master restorer and God is still able to restore all that the devil has taken away. Can I get a witness in the house today? Amen. 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 So what, what God was telling Isaiah to, to relate to the children of Israel was, The Lord will restore what rightfully belongs to you. Some of you need to get made up in your mind that it does not belong to the devil. Amen. My family don't belong to the devil. My son, my daughter don't belong to the devil. My happiness does not belong to the devil. Even My joy does not belong to the devil. I come to remind you today, it's yours. It's not his. It's yours. You need to get made up in your mind that God is still able to restore what rightfully belongs to me. Amen. Hallelujah. The Jews and Nehemiah, uh, they were, they were taking advantage actually of one another. They were selling one another into slavery. They were selling, they were taking and and uh, devouring one another's land. Those that had were taken from those who had not. And they were putting up their houses and they were putting up their vineyards and they were putting up uh, all of their things where they could have enough money uh, to supply the need for food in their life. And so Nehemiah came in verse number five, uh, chapter number five, and he tells them, "Restore, I pray you, to them even this day their lands, their vineyards, their olive yards, their houses, also the hundredth part of the money and of the corn and the wine and of the oil and exact uh, that ye exact of them." For then say they we will restore them and we will require nothing of them amen sometimes if we're not very careful we allow the devil to come in and destroy and take from us our lands and take from from us our vineyards and take from us our olive yards and take our houses and, and take our money and take our corn and take our wine and take our oil. Amen. But I come to tell you today that we are not just serving a God, but we are serving the master restorer. Amen. It's time to get some stuff back from the devil today. Amen. It's time to quit giving to the devil and quit backing up from the devil. I'm tired of backing up. I'm tired of being in the corner. God said it's mine. God said it belongs to me. And I'm coming after my stuff, devil. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. Amen. Amen so, So, the children of Israel, uh, after hearing Nehemiah and Nehemiah talking to them, they said, "We will restore you see what we give the cre- the, the devil credit for." as being some big bad booger bear that everybody is scared of and everybody is afraid of and everybody starts backing up from and starts running from but I want to tell you the devil's like a big bully amen the bully tries to hold over your head how big and how bad he is but I come to tell you greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world amen it's time for a man to stand Up. It's time for a mama to stand up. It's time for a grandma and a grandpa to stand up and say, Devil, I'm taking it back. I'm taking it back. It belongs to me. It never belonged to you in the first place. Amen. Amen. I don't care how far that child goes in sin, I don't care how far. They get away from the house of God. I don't care how far they get away from you and how they say they don't want to be around the church or around anybody in the church and they don't want anything to do with God. I come to tell you and remind you today they still do not belong to the devil. Amen. They still not belong to the adversary. Amen. They were baptized in Jesus' name. They were once filled with the Holy Ghost. Amen. They're still a child. Of God, and I know a God that is still a master restorer today. That He's able to bring them back, that He's able to restore them like new, that He's able to pick them up out of the Maori clay. Don't lose your faith. Don't lose your hope. Don't lose your confidence. Don't lose your trust in God. Amen. But keep believing God. Keep praying to God. Keep trusting God. Keep holding on to God. Amen. God's gonna bring him back. God's going to restore again. Amen. 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 The things that the Bible says that He will restore. In Psalms chapter 51 and verse number 12. Restore unto me the joy of thy salvation. And uphold me with thy free spirit. Amen. When the devil comes in like a flood and he tries to take away your joy of serving God. And your joy of living for God. That he attacks you, that he attacks your family, that he starts attacking your, your health. Amen. That everything around you seems to crumble. Amen. There is still a master restorer that says he's able to restore the joy of my salvation. The psalmist said it's been a bad day. It's been a bad week. It's been a bad month. It's been a bad year. It's been a bad time. But God says, don't ever forget that that joy that you used to have, amen, the devil didn't give it, and the devil can't take it away, amen. It's time for a saint of God to stand up and say, I come back after my joy. I come back after my peace. I come back after my help. Amen. The master restore." Again, Isaiah 57 and verse number 18, it says, I have seen his ways and I, I, and will heal him. I will lead him also. And restore comforts unto Him and and to His mourners. I have seen His ways. I've seen His struggle. I've seen His trial. I've seen His hardship. And this is what the Lord says by Isaiah. And I will restore comforts unto Him and to His mourners. In other words, I'm going to comfort you. And I'm going to silence those who mourn. Amen. There's coming a time... Where God's going to wipe all the tears from our eyes. Amen. That God's going to pick you up again. That God's going to make you smile again. That God's going to give you joy again. That God's going to give you peace again. Why do I know this? Because we're serving a master restorer. Amen. Jeremiah chapter 27, verse number 22. They shall be carried to Babylon, and there shall they be until the day that I visit them. Saith the Lord, then will I bring them up and restore them to this place. He is talking about a time where the children of Israel were kept in captivity. But he said, there's going to come a day that I'm going to bring them out of captivity. Amen. Don't get discouraged in well-doing, saint of God, because you shall reap if you faint not. Amen. There's coming a season of reaping. Amen. Keep sowing good. Keep being faithful. Keep being dedicated to God. And He will restore and comfort you. And He will restore them to this place. Amen. Jeremiah chapter 30 and verse number 17. For our restore. Now listen to this. Listen to this. This is a prophecy for each one of us today. For I will restore health unto thee. Amen. I want everybody to ever everybody just to follow along with me just a moment. And say this. Say this loud. Speak it by faith. The Bible says, For I will restore health unto thee. Why don't you say it right now? Let me hear you. Amen. Your health does not belong to the devil. Quit listening to the adversary that's saying it's over, that it's done. Amen. God hasn't said it's over. God hasn't said it's done. Your health is in the hand of God, not in the hand of the adversary. Amen. Amen. And I will heal thee of thy wounds saith the Lord is the Lord a liar is his word a liar no the word of God is true and it's true for us today when he says for I will restore health unto thee and I will heal thee of thy wounds saith the Lord that settles it Amen. I may be sick in my body now but when I look On the horizon I see the sun coming up Amen when the devil tries to hold you down And depress you And keep his thumb on you Say greater is he that is in me Amen his stripes were still placed Upon his back for my healing Oh praise God He's a master restorer He's our deliverer He's our help He's our strength He's our soon coming king Amen, amen, because they call thee an outcast. Did the devil ever talk about you? You know, the devil talks about us in our mind. The devil ever told you what you wasn't? The devil ever told you what he thought you were? You're a loser. You're a quitter. You're a sinner. You're a failure. You have faults. You have troubles, you have disappointments, you've done this, you've done anybody ever been reminded of what you did? Well, praise God. When I didn't know I had so many saints. Let me trade it. Let me see. Oh, let me see what I can preach here to an holy, righteous nation that's never committed sins. You know the Bible's full of sinners. There's a bunch of sinners in the house today. But we're saved by the grace and the mercy of God. There's a bunch of us today that's been restored by the grace and the mercy of God. Can I get a witness in the house? Amen. Because they call the an outcast. When the devil gets you punched up in a corner and backed up, Amen. He starts laughing and calling you all kinds of names. I told you about about this this story before, and I'll tell you again. But uh, some of you probably don't don't remember because it's like Brother Dixon said, you hear but you don't hear. But but anyway, I, uh, there was a guy there in in the church in, in uh, Stuttgart, Brother Gary Pullman. He was a pretty good sized fellow. And uh, he was telling us a story about when he was uh, when he was younger in a bar somewhere. He got backed up in a corner by two or three guys, and they had him backed up in the corner, and, and uh, they was they was going to give him a pretty good whooping. And uh, said when they got him backed up in the corner, said he got he got the shaking, and he and he got he got upset, and he started crying. And uh, he was a grown man And he started crying And those guys started laughing at him Said look at him Said he's crying He's scared And he said he's shaking Look at him And they started making fun of him He said what y'all don't understand guys He said the reason why I'm crying And the reason why I'm shaking He said I'm scared to death About what I'm about to do to you And those guys turned around And started backing up Amen You see the devil is a bully And the devil says You're an outcast And the devil says You're a loser And the devil says You're a quitter Amen But I come to serve The devil notice I might have been an outcast I might have stumbled I might have failed Amen But I'm serving A master restorer Hallelujah Give God praise Give God praise today (laughs) Hallelujah. 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 Let's just love Him together right now. Oh, mighty God. Mighty God. Mighty God. Mighty God. Amen. Joel chapter... Verse 25 The Bible says And I will restore to you the years That the locust hath eaten The canker worm And the caterpillar And the palmer worm My great army which I sent among you. I'm not going to even just restore you, but I'm gonna give you back the years that the devil has stole from you. I come to tell somebody this morning that God is able to give you back the years that alcohol has stole, that drugs has stole, that nicotine has stole, that ungodly living has stole from you. God's gonna give you back the years. Why? Because He is a master restorer. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Say everything the devil's taken. Amen. Everything the devil has afflicted us with. Everything the devil has come in and taken from you. Has anybody ever had the devil to steal precious years? causing turmoil in your family. That he stole precious years, uh, causing hindrances between parents and children. Uh, and he stole precious years. Uh, amen. The devil stole precious years from me. Uh, amen. Because I was a rebellious young person. Uh, amen. And it caused a conflict between me uh, and my parents. But I come to tell the devil, notice, uh, devil, I'm getting back the years. Uh, I'm getting back the years that you stole from me. Somebody need to make up in your mind today. Uh, I'm taking back what the canker worm had devoured. I'm taking back what the palmer worm had taken from me. It's mine. It's mine in the first place. Amen. Amen. Now I'm, I'm closing with this. I would like them to come to the music today. A command from God to us. If you're a backslider in this place today and you don't know God in the power of the Holy Ghost this morning, amen. I come to tell you that God is a restorer of all the devil has stole from you. No, you haven't went too far. No, you haven't done too much. No, you haven't stepped away too far to be restored because when people would give up on you, God never gives up when people would say it's over that you went too far, that you'll never be fixed, that you'll never be put back together again. When all the king's horses and all the king's men has tried to put Your Humpty Dumpty life together again. And can't seem to fit the pieces together. I want to introduce you to a master. Restore. That can go through the shambles of the junkyard of sin and pick out an old rusty decrepit car and say I know what you look like now but I got a vision of what you are going to look like when I get my hands on you Amen. no matter where you're at in life today no matter what you're facing in life today there's a God in the house this morning that wants to pick you back up that wants to bring you in close that wants to give you restoration that's you never dreamed could happen in your life. The word that God spoke to Solomon. In 2nd Chronicles, Solomon was having a visitation from God. And God began to speak to him. 2nd Chronicles chapter 7. Verse number 13, it says, if I shut up heaven, that there be no rain, or if I command the locust to devour the land, or if I send pestilence among my people. If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek My face and turn from their wicked ways. Then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sins and will heal their land. So I encourage you today as we all stand across this auditorium this morning I encourage you this morning. If you're away from God, if you do not know God in the power of the Holy Ghost, there is a Scripture for you today. If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven You want God to hear your prayer today? You want God to pick you up this morning? You want God to restore you this morning? All you got to do is say, here I am, God. I've failed. I repent. I ask your forgiveness. And there is a Master Restorer in the house today. I want you to look around you. Look at the people in this place today. If you've ever been restored by the Master Restorer, why don't you just lift your hands right now? Lift your hands right now. I've been restored. Yes, I've failed. Yes, I've made mistakes. Yes, I've come up short. But I come to tell you we've all sinned and come short of the glory of God. But because there is a Master Restorer, We're able to come to the throne of grace this morning. And I want to ask you if you do not know him in the power of the Holy Ghost, if you've never been baptized in the wonderful name of Jesus, if you've never been filled with the Holy Ghost, why don't you allow God to do a work in your life? If some way you've walked away from God, why don't you let God touch you this morning? Why don't you come to this altar and say, here I am, God. I need help that only you can give. I need help that only comes from you. I need a touch, God, that only you can give. I can't fix my problem. I can't fix my trouble. I can't fix the hurt. I can't take away the pain. God, but I'm trusting in you today. Pray with me right now, church talk to God right now. Would you step out from where you're standing and make your way to this front and say, God, I need you. God, I need your help today. hallelujah come on why don't somebody reach out to the Lord today why don't somebody get help from God today here I am God I need help from heaven here I am God I need a touch from heaven I can't do it God I can't do it God Why don't you come while they sing? Why don't you lift up your hands toward heaven? I need you. Restore me, God. Give me my joy back, God. Give me my peace back, God. Give me my happiness back, God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah! Why don't you sing it from your heart right now? Let that be your prayer today. Take me back, oh God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Take me back to that place, God. Let me feel your power again. Let me feel your glory again, God. Let me feel your presence again, God. Hallelujah. Oh, Jesus, 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 Jesus. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Praise you, God. Praise you, God. Praise you, God. Hallelujah. Let's lift our hands toward heaven and thank God for His help today. Thank you, God, for the promises in your Word, God. Thank you for your help. Thank you for your strength today, God. I thank You for restoring my life. I thank You, God, for giving me back the years that the caker worm had devoured. I thank You, Lord, for Your mercy, for Your grace. Come on. He's worthy of our praise right now. Somebody give Him praise. Give Him glory. Give Him honor right now.